Verbal communication skills for corporate convenience store managers. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome to this last edition of 2023 of Thrive from C Store Center. In this episode, we embark on a journey to explore the essential realm of verbal communication skills, a fundamental asset for corporate convenience store managers. In our rapidly evolving industry, effective communication is paramount to success. So, let's dive into this topic to enhance your skills and drive results in your role. I techniques for clear and concise verbal communication. Clear and concise communication is the cornerstone of effective leadership. To master this, consider these techniques. 1. Organize your thoughts before speaking. Take a moment to organize your ideas. Structure your message with a clear beginning, middle, and end. Imagine a busy morning at your convenience store with customers lining up at the counter, new inventory arriving, and staff members preparing for the day ahead. Amidst this organized chaos, effective communication is essential. Much like organizing the store to ensure a smooth flow of operations, organizing your thoughts before speaking can profoundly impact the clarity and effectiveness of your communication. Organizing your thoughts, the blueprint of effective communication. 1. Clear beginning, just as your store's entrance creates the first impression for customers. A clear beginning to your message sets the stage for understanding. Begin with a concise statement of your main point or objective. For instance, if you're discussing a new store policy, start by saying, Today, I'd like to introduce a new policy that will streamline our inventory management. 2. Well-structured middle. Imagine the middle section of your message as the neatly organized aisles in your store, each serving a specific purpose. This part provides details, examples, and supporting information logically and sequentially. Avoid jumping between topics, as this can confuse your audience. 3. Cohesive end. Just as customers appreciate a smooth checkout process, a well-structured conclusion ensures your message is cohesive. Summarize the key points, restate the main message, and, if applicable, provide a clear call to action. For instance, to implement this policy effectively, we need everyone's cooperation and adherence to the new procedures. An anecdote from the aisles. Consider a situation where you, as a convenience store manager, are addressing your team about a change in store layout to optimize customer flow. You could start by saying, team, we've noticed that customers often face congestion near the checkout counter during peak hours. We're implementing a new store layout to improve their shopping experience and boost sales. In the middle part of your message, you explain the specifics of the new layout, highlighting how it addresses the congestion issue. You might discuss the arrangement of aisles, placement of promotional displays, and relocation of high-demand items. Concluding your message, I'm confident this change will create a more pleasant shopping environment for our customers and ultimately increase our sales. Let's all work together to make this transition smooth and successful. Like an organized store layout, organizing your thoughts ensures your message flows logically and your audience can easily follow your thoughts. By incorporating this technique into your communication toolkit, you can enhance the effectiveness of your verbal interactions, leading to better understanding and collaboration among your team members and, ultimately, improve store performance. 2. Use simple language, avoid jargon or overly complex terms. Speak in a language that your audience can easily understand. Imagine a scenario in your convenience store where you're introducing a new product to your team. The product is a cutting-edge technology that promises to streamline inventory management. However, it comes with a host of technical jargon and complex terminology. How you communicate the benefits and usage of this product can make all the difference in how well your staff adopts it. 
Using simple language, the art of clarity. Simplicity is critical to effective communication. Using simple language means expressing your ideas, instructions, and information in a manner everyone can quickly grasp, regardless of their background or expertise. 3. Avoid jargon, just as you wouldn't expect your customers to understand industry-specific terms. Avoid jargon or technical language in your communication. Instead of using terms like SKU or merchandising, say product code or product placement. 4. Choose familiar words. Choose words and phrases your audience will likely know. For example, rather than saying procure, say get or obtain. This ensures that your message is accessible to a broader audience. 5. Use analogies and examples. Sometimes, complex ideas can be simplified by relating them to familiar concepts. For instance, if you're explaining the concept of inventory turnover, you might say, think of it like how quickly items fly off our shelves during a sale. 6. Clarify acronyms. If you must use acronyms or abbreviations, explain them the first time you use them. For instance, we've implemented a new PAW system. An anecdote from the aisles. Imagine you're introducing a new cleaning protocol to your store team, which involves using a particular type of cleaning agent. Instead of diving into the technical details of the chemical composition and its mechanisms, you could say, Team, we're introducing a new cleaning product called Clean Master. It's a safe and effective solution for keeping our store clean and sanitized. You'll find it in the janitorial supplies section. Just follow the instructions on the label for the best results. Please ask our maintenance team for any questions or assistance. In this example, you've used simple language to convey the necessary information without overwhelming your team with technical details. This ensures that everyone understands the message clearly and can follow the instructions effectively. By using simple language, you make your communication more accessible, which is particularly crucial in a diverse and fast-paced retail environment like a convenience store. It helps prevent misunderstandings, fosters better teamwork, and ensures that your messages have a more significant impact. 3. Be specific. Provide relevant details and examples to support your points. Vague communication can lead to confusion. Imagine a situation in your convenience store where you're addressing your team about a new customer service initiative. You've decided to enhance the store's approach to greeting customers, but merely mentioning improving customer greetings leaves room for interpretation. Being specific about what you mean can significantly affect how well your team implements your vision. Being specific, the power of clarity. Being specific in your communication is invaluable in a corporate setting, where time is often limited and tasks are numerous. It means providing relevant details, examples, and clear instructions without room for ambiguity or misinterpretation. 1. Details matter when conveying information or instructions. Provide as much relevant detail as needed. For instance, instead of saying, we need better customer greetings, you might say, I'd like each team member to warmly greet customers as they enter the store using phrases like, hello, welcome to our store, or good morning, how can I assist you today? 2. Use concrete examples, use real-world examples to illustrate your points. For instance, if you're discussing the importance of organization in the stockroom, you might share an anecdote about how proper organization prevented a stockout during a busy weekend. 3. Specify expectations. If you have specific expectations or standards, articulate them clearly. For example, when discussing cleanliness, you might specify that the store's restrooms should be checked and cleaned every hour during peak hours. 4. Encourage questions. Encourage your team to ask questions for clarification. Effective communication is a two-way process, and inviting questions ensures everyone is on the same page. 
an anecdote from the sales floor. Picture this, you're addressing your team about a new promotion offering discounts on a particular product category. Instead of vaguely stating, let's promote our discount products better, you decide to be specific. Team, as part of our promotion strategy, we're focusing on our Healthy Choices product category this month. This includes items like fresh produce, low sugar snacks, and organic beverages. Here's what I'd like you to do specifically. Create eye-catching displays for these products near the store entrance. Use colorful signage to highlight the discounts and ensure the shelves are fully stocked. If you have any questions or need assistance, please reach out. In this example, by being specific, you've left no room for confusion. Your team knows precisely what products to promote, where, and visual elements to use. This level of clarity empowers your team to execute the promotion effectively. Being specific in your communication prevents misunderstandings and enables your team to act precisely and confidently. This technique can significantly enhance productivity and teamwork in a corporate convenience store setting, where efficiency and clarity are paramount. 4. Stay focused. Maintain your message's relevance to the topic at hand. Tangents can dilute your message. Imagine a team meeting at your convenience store where you're discussing strategies to improve inventory management. While addressing your team, staying focused on the topic is essential to ensure the meeting remains productive and on track. Staying focused, keeping your message on point. There's often limited time for discussions and meetings in a store environment. Staying focused means maintaining the relevance of your message to the topic being discussed and avoiding unnecessary tangents or diversions. 1. Stick to the agenda. Always have a clear agenda when leading a discussion or presentation. It outlines the key topics or points you want to cover. Staying focused means addressing these points systematically without veering off course. 2. Avoid tangents while sharing information or providing updates. Avoid tangents or unrelated anecdotes that can dilute your message. Stay on the main subject to ensure your audience receives the intended information. 3. Prioritize information. Arrange your information logically, starting with the most critical points. This ensures that the essential information is covered even if time becomes a constraint. 4. Redirect when necessary. If someone brings up a tangential topic during a meeting or conversation, politely acknowledge it and suggest discussing it separately or at a more suitable time. This helps maintain the focus on the current discussion. An anecdote from the meeting floor. Picture this scenario. You're leading a meeting to discuss new product launches for your convenience store. The primary agenda includes selecting the products, planning the marketing campaign, and setting deadlines for implementation. As you begin discussing potential marketing strategies, a team member discusses a recent industry article they read. While the information is interesting, it's unrelated to the current discussion. Here's how you handle it while staying focused. Thank you for sharing your insights from the article. It's valuable information. To keep us on track with today's agenda, let's schedule a separate meeting to delve into the article's takeaways and how they might influence our long-term strategies. For now, let's refocus on our immediate task of selecting and planning the launch of our new products. In this example, you acknowledged the input but redirected the discussion to the meeting's primary objectives. This keeps the meeting productive and ensures that essential tasks are accomplished. Staying focused in your verbal communication is crucial for convenience store managers. It respects the time and attention of your team and helps you achieve your goals efficiently. In a fast-paced retail environment where decisions often need to be made swiftly, this technique can significantly enhance the clarity and effectiveness of your communication. 5. Cause for emphasis. Utilize strategic pauses to emphasize key points and allow your audience to digest information. 
Imagine you're addressing your team of convenience store employees during a training session. You're discussing the importance of exceptional customer service and want to ensure your message truly resonates with your audience. Causing for emphasis, using strategic pauses to drive home your message. In any store setting, especially in the fast-paced world of convenience stores, it's easy for important points to get lost in the shuffle. Causing for emphasis is a technique that can help you ensure your key messages are heard, absorbed, and remembered. 1. Highlight key points when emphasizing a critical message or essential information. Pause briefly before or after delivering it. This pause draws attention to the significance of what you're saying. 2. Allow processing time. Pauses allow your audience to process your shared information. It will enable them to think about the message, understand it fully, and even ask questions. 3. Create dramatic effect in certain situations, particularly when making essential announcements or delivering motivational speeches. Well-timed pauses can create a sense of anticipation and drama, making your words more impactful. 4. Control the pace. Pauses help you control the pace of your communication. They can slow a conversation, ensuring everyone follows and absorbs the content. An anecdote from the convenience store floor. Imagine you're conducting a training session for your convenience store staff, emphasizing the importance of upselling products to customers. You want to ensure this message is heard and deeply understood. As you explain the benefits of suggestive selling and its positive impact on both the store's revenue and customer satisfaction, you employ strategic pauses for emphasis. Team, remember that when you offer a complimentary product with a friendly suggestion, it's not just about increasing sales, it's about enhancing the overall shopping experience for our customers. Pause. We want them to leave our store satisfied, knowing they've received excellent service and found everything they needed. Cause so, as you interact with customers today, remember that upselling isn't about pushing products. It's about helping our customers discover items they'll genuinely appreciate. In this example, the pauses before and after crucial points create a natural rhythm, ensuring that the team delivers and absorbs the critical message. Using pauses for emphasis is a powerful tool in your verbal communication arsenal. It helps ensure that your messages are clear and resonate with your audience on a deeper level. Whether you deliver necessary directives, coach your team, or discuss with colleagues, this technique can elevate your communication and make your words more impactful and memorable. Practice session idea. Pair up with a colleague and take turns explaining a recent store improvement initiative. Provide constructive feedback on each other's clarity and conciseness. 2. The importance of active listening. Effective communication is a two-way street, and active listening is your vehicle. It involves fully engaging in what others say, understanding their perspective, and responding thoughtfully. 1. Show interest. Demonstrate your interest by maintaining eye contact, nodding, and using verbal cues like I see or tell me more. Imagine meeting with your convenience store team to discuss strategies for improving store performance. As a manager, you want to ensure everyone feels heard and valued, which is essential for building strong relationships and fostering collaboration. Active listening through showing interest, making others feel heard and valued. In a store setting, particularly in the busy environment of a convenience store, showing genuine interest in what others are saying can be a game changer. Active listening, which includes maintaining eye contact, nodding, and using verbal cues, plays a significant role in effective communication. 1. Maintain eye contact. When someone is speaking to you, maintaining eye contact shows that you are fully engaged in the conversation. 
It conveys interest and respect for the speaker. Two, nod to acknowledge nodding at appropriate times signals to the speaker that you are actively following their conversation. It encourages them to continue and feel their input is valued. Three, verbal cues using phrases like I see, tell me more, or that's interesting demonstrates that you're not just passively hearing words. You're actively processing and responding to the content. Four, ask open-ended questions. Encourage further discussion by asking open-ended questions that invite detailed responses. This shows your interest in diving deeper into the topic. An anecdote from a convenience store meeting. Imagine you're leading a discussion on improving customer service at your convenience store. One of your team members, Sarah, shares her thoughts on creating a more welcoming customer atmosphere. As she speaks, you employ active listening techniques. Sarah, I appreciate your input on this. Maintaining eye contact and creating a warm and inviting store environment is crucial. Your perspective is valuable. Nodding, can you, using a verbal cue, tell us more about the specific changes you have in mind. Pausing, how do you envision implementing these ideas? In this scenario, you're not just hearing Sarah's words, but actively engaging in the conversation. Your eye contact, nods, and verbal cues convey your interest in what she's saying, making her feel valued and encouraged to share more. Showing interest through active listening is more than just a polite gesture. It's a powerful way to foster better communication and build stronger connections in a corporate setting. Whether discussing business strategies, addressing customer service improvements, or conducting team meetings, these techniques can create a more inclusive and productive environment where everyone feels heard and respected. 2. Avoid interrupting. Let the speaker finish before responding. Interrupting can derail the conversation. Imagine a scenario in your convenience store where you're discussing new inventory management procedures with your team. It's a critical conversation with multiple viewpoints and everyone's input is valuable. Avoiding interrupting, allowing speakers to finish. Interrupting during a conversation is a standard communication barrier that can hinder effective dialogue. As corporate convenience store managers, it is crucial to let the speaker finish their thoughts before responding. This practice shows respect and allows for a more comprehensive and productive exchange of ideas. Why avoiding interrupting matters. Respect and valuing input when you allow someone to finish speaking. It sends a message that you respect their viewpoint and value their input. It promotes a culture of inclusivity and mutual respect in your team. Clarity and understanding. Interrupting can lead to misunderstandings and miscommunications. Allowing the speaker to complete their thoughts ensures you understand their perspective before responding. Encouraging open communication when team members feel they can express themselves without interruption. They're more likely to share their ideas and concerns openly. This can lead to innovative solutions and better decision making. An anecdote from a convenience store meeting. During your team meeting to discuss inventory management procedures, John, one of your team members, begins sharing his thoughts regarding the new inventory system we should focus on. At this point, it's tempting to jump in with your ideas or questions. However, you remember the importance of avoiding interrupting. Instead, you listen attentively, letting John express his thoughts fully. Prioritizing real-time updates, which can help us reduce overstocking issues. Additionally, we should consider training sessions for our staff to ensure a smooth transition. By allowing John to finish, you comprehensively understand his suggestions and concerns. This shows respect for his input and sets a positive tone for the discussion. You can then respond thoughtfully and address his points, leading to a more fruitful conversation. In convenience stores, avoiding interruptions can significantly enhance communication. 
It creates an atmosphere where each team member's voice is heard and ideas and solutions can flow more freely. So remember the value of letting others finish speaking. It's a small but powerful step towards more effective communication in your convenience store management role. 3. Ask clarifying questions. Seek clarification when something is unclear. This shows that you're engaged and genuinely interested. In your role as a corporate convenience store manager, you often engage in discussions, whether it's with your team members, suppliers, or even customers. During these conversations, it's not uncommon for information to become unclear or for questions to arise. Asking clarifying questions, enhancing understanding. Asking clarifying questions is a fundamental component of active listening. It involves seeking additional information or details when something is unclear, and it serves several essential purposes. 1. Demonstrating engagement when you ask clarifying questions. It signals to the speaker that you're actively engaged in the conversation and genuinely interested in understanding their perspective. 2. Ensuring accuracy, you can prevent misunderstandings or misinterpretations by seeking clarification. This is particularly crucial when discussing essential matters or making decisions. 3. Encouraging open communication. When people see you're willing to ask for clarification, they may feel more comfortable sharing their thoughts and concerns. This fosters a culture of open and transparent communication. An anecdote from a convenience store meeting. Picture a scenario during a meeting with your store team where you're discussing an upcoming promotion. Sarah, one of your team members, presents a proposal. I think we should launch the promotion next week and I've planned some in-store signage. As you listen to Sarah's proposal, you notice that a crucial detail is missing, what the promotion entails. Instead of assuming, you choose to ask a clarifying question. Sarah, that sounds like a great plan. Please provide more details about the promotion itself. What products or discounts are we offering? Sarah appreciates your question and explains the promotion in more detail, clarifying the specific products and discounts involved. In this situation, asking a clarifying question helps you understand the proposal better and ensures everyone in the meeting has a clear picture of what's being discussed. It prevents potential confusion and allows for a more productive discussion. As convenience store managers, asking clarifying questions is a valuable skill. It demonstrates your commitment to effective communication, accuracy, and understanding. Remember, there's no such thing as a dumb question when it comes to clarifying details. It's a practice that can lead to more successful outcomes in your role. 4. Reflect on what you hear. Summarize or paraphrase the speaker's words to confirm your understanding. As a convenience store manager, your role involves a continuous flow of information, whether it's upper management's instructions, customer feedback, or insights from your team members. Active listening is essential for processing and responding to this information effectively. Reflecting on what you hear, confirming understanding. Reflecting on what you hear is a practice that involves summarizing or paraphrasing what the speaker has said to confirm your understanding. It serves several important purposes. 1. Clarity verification. When you reflect on what you hear by summarizing it, you provide both yourself and the speaker with an opportunity to clarify any misunderstandings or misconceptions. 2. Engagement demonstration. It signals to the speaker that you are fully engaged in the conversation and are trying to comprehend their message. 3. Confirmation of shared understanding. By paraphrasing what you've heard, you confirm that both parties are on the same page, reducing the chances of miscommunication. An anecdote from a store meeting. Imagine you're in a team meeting discussing a new inventory management system. Your regional manager, David, is explaining the key features of the system. 
The new inventory system includes automated restocking, real-time tracking, and customizable alerts. It's designed to optimize our stock levels and reduce overstock situations. To ensure you grasp the information correctly and to confirm your understanding, you choose to reflect on what you heard. David, if I understand correctly, this new system includes automated restocking, real-time tracking, and customizable alerts. It's primarily aimed at helping us maintain optimal stock levels and prevent overstock situations. Is that accurate? David acknowledges your reflection with a nod and adds a few more details. This clarifies the system's features and confirms that you and David are aligned in understanding its purpose. In this instance, reflecting on what you hear ensures that you and the speaker are on the same page and that there is no room for misinterpretation. It also allows for any necessary adjustments or further clarifications to be made. As convenience store managers, incorporating reflecting on what you hear into your communication toolkit enhances your ability to process information accurately and engage in meaningful, productive conversations. It's a skill that promotes clarity and mutual understanding, two critical elements of effective communication. Listening skills development exercise and team meetings designate one person as the active listener. Their role is to summarize key points and action items at the end of the discussion. Rotate this role to encourage the development of active listening skills. In many team meetings, participants are focused on expressing their ideas or waiting for their turn to speak which can sometimes lead to important details being missed or misunderstood. The active listener role is designed to counteract this and promote active listening throughout your team. How it works? Designate an active listener at the start of each team meeting or discussion. Appoint one team member as the active listener. Their primary responsibility is actively listening to the debate without interrupting or formulating responses. Summarize key points. Throughout the meeting, the active listener takes notes or mental summaries of the key points, action items, and any critical information discussed. Conclude with a recap. At the end of the discussion, the active listener provides a brief recap of the main points, decisions, and action items that were discussed. This recap helps ensure everyone is on the same page and that nothing important is missed. Rotate the role. Encourage team members to take turns being the active listener in different meetings. This rotation allows everyone to practice and develop their active listening skills. An anecdote from a store meeting. During a regional store manager's meeting, Sarah was assigned the active listener role. The meeting involved discussing strategies to improve inventory turnover rates. As the discussion progressed, Sarah focused on listening attentively and taking concise notes. Sarah summarized the key points when the meeting concluded. In today's meeting, we discussed the need to optimize our inventory turnover rates. We agreed to implement a new system for tracking low-selling items and discuss setting quarterly inventory goals. The action items include designating responsibility for implementing the system and setting up a follow-up meeting in two weeks to review progress. Sarah's recap ensured that everyone left the meeting with a clear understanding of what was discussed and the following steps to take. It also highlighted the benefits of the active listener in fostering effective team communication. By incorporating this exercise into your team meetings, you encourage active listening and ensure that everyone is actively engaged in the discussion. Over time, it can improve communication and understanding and result in more productive outcomes for your convenience store management team. Active listening, as developed through this exercise, becomes an integral part of your team's communication toolkit. 3. Providing constructive feedback. Feedback is a vital component of effective communication. When done correctly, it fosters growth and improvement. Here's how to provide constructive feedback. 
One, be specific, address the behavior or issue directly and provide specific examples. In a convenience store management role, providing constructive feedback is essential for the growth and development of your team members. While it may seem straightforward, how you deliver feedback can significantly impact how it is received and acted upon. One fundamental principle to keep in mind is being specific. The power of being specific in feedback. Being specific in your feedback means directly addressing a behavior or issue and providing clear, detailed examples. This approach offers several advantages. Clarity, specific feedback leaves no room for ambiguity. Team members understand exactly what behavior or action you're referring to, making it easier for them to take corrective action. Actionable, when you provide specific examples, your team members have actionable information to work with. They can pinpoint precisely what needs improvement and how to make those improvements. Context, specific feedback provides context. It helps team members understand the situation where the behavior occurred, making it easier to relate to the input and apply it to similar problems. An anecdote from store operations. Consider a situation where you've noticed that one of your assistant store managers, Mark, is having issues managing inventory. Instead of delivering vague feedback like, Mark, you need to improve your inventory management, you decide to be specific. You say, Mark, during our last inventory audit, I noticed that the dairy section had several expired products. For example, five expired milk cartons were on the shelves, and I also found two expired yogurt containers in the back storage area. We must maintain fresh inventory to meet customer expectations and reduce waste. I want to work with you on improving our inventory management procedures to prevent such occurrences in the future. In this specific feedback, you've highlighted the problem and provided concrete examples. By doing so, you've given Mark a clear understanding of what needs improvement and why it's essential. This approach increases the likelihood that he'll take the feedback seriously and work on enhancing his inventory management skills. By emphasizing the importance of being specific in your feedback, you enable your team members to make meaningful improvements in their performance. It fosters a culture of continuous learning and growth, ultimately benefiting your convenience store's overall operations and customer satisfaction. 2. Use I statements. Frame your feedback with I statements to express your feelings and perspective. For example, say, I noticed that, instead of you always. Providing constructive feedback is fundamental for nurturing a productive and harmonious work environment. One powerful technique that can significantly enhance how you deliver feedback is using I statements. The power of I statements in feedback. I statements are an empathetic and non-confrontational way to express your feelings and perspective when offering feedback. They help to create an open and non-defensive atmosphere, making it easier for your team members to receive and act upon your feedback. Here's how it works. Ownership. I statements emphasize ownership of your feelings and observations. By starting your feedback with I, you acknowledge that your perspective is subjective and personal. Non-judgmental. These statements are less likely to be accusatory or judgmental. Instead of placing blame, you're sharing your observations and emotions. Less defensive. When people hear I notice that. Instead of you always. They tend to be less defensive. It reduces the likelihood of an adverse reaction and encourages a more open dialogue. An anecdote from team leadership. Imagine a scenario where one of your shift supervisors, Sarah, has been consistently late for her shifts. Instead of resorting to a confrontational approach, you use an I statement. 
You say, Sarah, I've noticed you've been arriving late for your shifts recently. I feel concerned about this because it affects the team's ability to start the day smoothly and can also impact our service quality. I wanted to discuss this with you to understand if there are any challenges you're facing that we can address together. You've expressed your observations and feelings in this feedback without directly accusing Sarah of wrongdoing. You've allowed her to share any challenges she might be experiencing, creating a more collaborative and constructive conversation. Using I statements, you demonstrate empathy and a willingness to understand your team members' perspectives. This approach fosters trust and enhances your ability to effectively address issues and improve performance. Providing constructive feedback is not about assigning blame, but facilitating growth and development. I statements can be valuable in your communication toolkit, enabling you to build stronger relationships with your team and create a more positive work environment. 3. Focus on behavior, not personality. Keep feedback centered on actions or behaviors rather than making it personal. In convenience store management, providing constructive feedback is essential to fostering growth and improvement within your team. One crucial principle to uphold when giving feedback is to focus on behavior, not personality. Why behavior matters. The distinction between behavior and personality is fundamental in feedback because it shifts the conversation from judgments about an individual's character to discussing specific actions and outcomes. Here's why this approach is invaluable. Objective assessment. Focusing on behavior allows for a more objective assessment. Instead of criticizing someone's inherent traits, you're addressing actions that can be observed and measured. Actionable insights. It provides actionable insights for improvement. When feedback is tied to behavior, individuals can understand precisely what needs to change or improve in their actions. Less defensive, people tend to be less defensive when feedback pertains to their behavior rather than their personality. This fosters a more open and receptive atmosphere for discussion. An anecdote from customer service. Consider a situation in your convenience store where one of your team members, Alex, often appears disinterested and unengaged when assisting customers. Rather than making it a personal critique, you focus on the behavior. You say, Alex, I've noticed that during some customer interactions, you appear less engaged and your responses seem somewhat disinterested. This behavior can affect the overall customer experience, and I believe that with some adjustments, you can provide more attentive and satisfactory service. By entering the feedback on Alex's behavior during customer interactions, You've clarified that the issue lies in the actions rather than Alex's personality or character. This approach will likely lead to a productive conversation where you and Alex can explore strategies for improvement. By focusing on behavior, you maintain a respectful and professional tone and make it easier for team members to take ownership of their actions and actively work on areas that require development. It's a crucial element of effective feedback contributing to personal and professional growth. In conclusion, when providing constructive feedback, always remember to concentrate on behavior, not personality. By doing so, you create a pathway for improvement that is clear, actionable, and conducive to open and respectful communication within your convenience store team. 4. Balance positive and constructive feedback. Acknowledge strengths and achievements in areas for improvement. Providing constructive feedback is not solely about addressing areas that need improvement. It also involves balancing positive feedback by acknowledging strengths and achievements. Striking this balance is essential for nurturing a motivated and engaged team. Why balancing matters. Balancing positive feedback with constructive criticism serves several critical purposes. 
Motivation and morale, recognizing and celebrating achievements, no matter how small, boosts team morale and motivation. It makes employees feel valued and appreciated. Maintaining perspective, constantly focusing on areas of improvement can create a negative atmosphere. Acknowledging strengths helps maintain a balanced perspective and fosters a positive work environment. Reinforcement, positive feedback reinforces desired behaviors and actions. When team members receive praise for their strengths, they are likelier to continue performing at their best. An anecdote from employee recognition. Imagine a scenario in your convenience store where one of your employees, Sarah, consistently goes the extra mile to provide exceptional customer service. She's known for her friendly demeanor and proactive assistance. To provide balanced feedback, you say, Sarah, I want to commend you for the outstanding customer service you consistently deliver. Your friendly approach and willingness to assist customers have not gone unnoticed. It significantly contributes to our store's positive image and customer satisfaction. Keep up the excellent work. By recognizing Sarah's strengths and highlighting her contributions to the store, you motivate her to continue excelling and set an example for other team members. Positive feedback like this reinforces the behaviors and qualities that contribute to your store's success. Balancing positive and constructive feedback ensures your team feels appreciated, motivated, and supported. It creates a harmonious work environment where employees are encouraged to grow, learn from their mistakes, and build on their strengths. In conclusion, remember that providing constructive feedback isn't just about addressing weaknesses. Balancing it with positive feedback is equally important. Doing so creates a well-rounded feedback culture within your convenience store that fosters motivation, morale, and continuous improvement. Practice session idea, give feedback on a recent project or store performance and pairs. Use the I statement approach and be specific in your feedback. Consider implementing a practical exercise within your corporate convenience store management team to reinforce the importance of providing constructive feedback. This exercise demonstrates the principles of constructive feedback and allows your team members to experience its impact firsthand. Practice session idea, peer feedback exchange. One, pairing up, have your team members pair up, ensuring they work with someone they might not interact with regularly. This encourages diverse perspectives and promotes team cohesion. Two, recent project or performance, ask each pair to select a recent project or store performance to focus on. It could be an event, a new marketing strategy, or even an individual's role within the store. 3. I statements and specifics encourage each team member to use I statements and be specific in their feedback. For example, instead of saying, you didn't do a good job, they should say, I noticed that the promotional materials for the recent sale were not displayed prominently, which might have affected customer engagement. 4. Structured feedback. Provide a framework for the feedback exchange, asking each member to take turns providing feedback and then switch roles. They should consider both positive aspects and areas for improvement. 5. Listening skills. Emphasize the importance of active listening during the feedback exchange. Encourage participants to ask clarifying questions and paraphrase what they hear to ensure a mutual understanding. An anecdote from a peer feedback session. In one of your team's peer feedback sessions, John and Lisa, two convenience store managers, decided to evaluate the recent implementation of a new store layout. John begins by saying, Lisa, I noticed that during the store layout change, the placement of the impulse buy items at the checkout counter was inconsistent. This might have affected our upselling opportunities. Lisa responded, John, I appreciate your feedback. 
I observed that you did an excellent job coordinating the logistics of the layout change, ensuring minimal disruption to our customers. In this exercise, John and Lisa practiced giving specific and constructive feedback and experienced the positive impact of recognition. This practice session enables your team members to develop their feedback skills and understand how it contributes to personal and professional growth. By incorporating this exercise into your corporate convenience store management training, you instill the importance of constructive feedback and provide a platform for your team to hone their communication and listening skills. Ultimately, this will lead to a more collaborative and effective team that is continuously striving for improvement. Conclusion In conclusion, mastering verbal communication skills is a continual journey that will significantly impact your effectiveness as a corporate convenience store manager. Focusing on clarity, active listening, and constructive feedback can elevate your leadership and drive success in this ever-evolving industry. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. 1. How can you apply clear and concise communication techniques in your daily interactions with your team? 2. What steps can you take to foster a culture of active listening within your convenience store management team? 3. How can you integrate constructive feedback into your leadership approach to drive continuous improvement? Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Thrive from Sea Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Thrive from Sea Store Center is a sink or swim production.